We're here today in Chicago, Nutanix.next 2023. And I'm going to show you a little bit about the Nutanix Carbon and Power Estimator tool, which is an educational tool we've been developing. We currently have it in early access. We're previewing it here. And it's to help our customers better understand their environmental impact of their IT systems. Okay, so what do, what do we see on the screen? On the screen, we've simplified down these four inputs on the left-hand side here. We have a solution type. We have the sort of workload for that solution type in terms of number of virtual machines. We have the PUE, that's the power usage effectiveness, or how efficient the data center is in terms of delivering power to workloads. And then we have the location here at the bottom. So the location of where that workload's running. And that's really important because of the carbon intensity related to the electricity grid that the data center would be pulling its power from. Okay, can you show me uh, what kinds of systems you have in here, what you can analyze? Yeah, sure. So we've got a few different solutions. These are all based on the Nutanix validated designs. Um, no, we've generalized and simplified things here a great deal, but because of the way that Nutanix scales really linearly and because of the great work our teams have been doing around validated designs, we've been able to base them on these four validated designs here. So we've got generally virtualized applications, databases using NDB, end-user compute virtual desktops, and cloud-native Kubernetes as well. So we'll just pick one of these and then in those validated designs, there is a config for a VM, a typical CPU and RAM. From that, we can then decide how many we want to apply to a workload. So here, I'm, I'm given a 4,000 virtual machine workload. That's based on a certain configuration that's documented in our validated designs. We can then have a look at the data center PUE. PUE can never be less than one. But in some cases, people have very inefficient data centers and it can be as high as five or even more than that. Usually documented averages around the world are somewhere between 1.5 and 1.8. So maybe we'll just leave this at 1.8. And then lastly, probably the biggest factor, the most important factor, is the uh, electricity grid or location of the data center. And this relates to the carbon intensity of the generation methods used to create the energy that powers the data center. So if we just go down and select United States, the tool very quickly here outputs a figure of 218 metric tons of CO2 based on a number of kilowatt hours of energy produced every year. What's interesting is if we move this data center from the continental United States to another location around the world, let's pick one, say France in particular. France has quite a lot of renewable energy, but also quite a lot of nuclear energy that's very low in carbon. So if we flick over to France, we can see that exactly the same workload has had a dramatic effect on the metric tons of CO2 that are released. Now, it's not always possible for people to move their data center from the United States to France. So they might also look, if we put it back to the United States, they might also consider that their data center PUE could perhaps be improved by implementing various methods. So maybe if they did really well, they could get it maybe down to the level at kind of which Nutanix's own data centers run at, which is about 1.15. Once you've inputted that, let's say 1.2, that's close enough you can then observe the reduction in the metric tons of CO2 as a result over here. 
You could also implement various strategies to reduce the amount of consumption from your IT organization. Maybe they don't need all those 4,000 VMs that are redundant, not being used. So let's consider perhaps that they reduce them by about 500 to 3,500. And again, we'll be able to see the effect overall and the reduction of the CO2 emissions. So this is really just to educate our customers, partners, whoever's interested in sustainable IT on the major high-level factors that impact the carbon associated with an IT platform.